0: It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm so good, thank you. How are those markets doing?
1: Well, markets are slightly in the red um, in the short trading week, but again, that's kind of to be expected. Um, Investors have been digesting the latest earnings reports, which are still coming out and are surprisingly good, especially when you consider this uh, this high interest rate environment that we're in um and not all companies are made equal of course and you know you got to look at uh, each uh company's report look at the fundamentals look at their projections going forward and where they're trading technically uh and that's what of course we do as active uh, managers you know one thing to look at is how strong all the indices are up uh, year to date right now so the s p 500 is up four percent uh the equal weight is uh up one percent nasdaq up 3.7 the dow up two and tsx is only up one percent Hmm. Um, yeah, I know. Interesting that uh, the Canadian markets are uh, again lagging U.S. markets, and this is for a few reasons. Some of those sectors that um, you know are overweight in the TSX, energy, mining, and such, they really haven't been moving very, um, moving a lot in right. the last little while. Uh, where, of course, technology is still uh, the leader at this point. But what is important is the equal weight. Um, is, you know, you should take particular note of that because uh, last week it um, surpassed its previous high. And, and why the equal weight is so important is because it's looking at those 500 companies on the S&P 500 equally weighted. Um, and when we see that starting to move, and that's what you really need for a full recovery or a bull market to have all of the sectors or most of the sectors, I should say, uh, moving higher and not just a few stocks or just one sector. Uh, When you think about it, the top five stocks of the S and P 500 make up 75 percent of the gains this year. So, again, um, you know we still believe in diversification. Of course, we're dealing with mostly retirement money, uh, so you don't want to gamble just on one sector. You want to be a long-term investor. Include, you know, utilities, telecommunications. Of course, some of those uh, large-cap technology stocks that are moving, and uh, as rates move lower later on this year, which they're expected to do, um, you know, we would
0: see most of those other sectors still continue to take part in that rise. Let's talk a little bit more about the reasons then for some of these surprises. The Canadian inflation numbers that came out yesterday, those were a bit surprising, right? They were lower than expected.
1: Yeah, they were lower than expected. Inflation was only 2.9% in January. That's down from uh, 3.4% in December and below expectations. So, this is positive, um, especially when you look at core inflation. So, X Energy, X Food, which um, was at 2.4%. So, the idea is, is that the Bank of Canada is not going to lower rates until mid-year. Uh, they're not expected to cut at the March meeting. Uh, however, this is favorable for everyone that's hoping for lower rates uh, sooner rather than later. Those who have variable rate mortgages, those who are trying to buy a car, whatever it might be, it's important Um that we see them reduce rates at some point this year. Uh, and I'm a strong believer that it's going to happen sooner than later. And again, when we're looking at Canadian rates, um, again, that affects you as a Canadian. That doesn't affect your portfolio. What matters is what the U.S. does and in terms of their rate decreases later on this year as well.
0: Okay. So we do expect some of these uh, things to be announced shortly like in the next little while, right? Yeah, exactly. And and remember, markets are also forward looking. So in
1: anticipation of a rate cut, just as I was saying, and you and I, you know, talked extensively last year about it, Simi, was you know, the anticipation of the rate pause in the US was gonna kind of spark a rally. And that's exactly what happened. And the market has continued to rally, not just based on the anticipation of rates. Uh earnings have also been good and uh, the economy is 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 sound uh down south. Again, a little weaker up here. In in Canada, in my opinion. But again, you want to be company specific right now. And, and that's one thing where we we've got a lot of questions on the last little while was earnings and are coming out for NVIDIA um, aftermarket today. And, you know, this is a company that's a, a chip maker and they make up again, one a 4.25% of the S&P 500. So where they go and a few others is where the S&P 500 goes and it's up 40% here to date. Um, you know, but when you look at uh, their past earnings and where they're expected to be um, obviously, the company has uh, a lot of uh, a lot of legs to this rally going forward. Again, it's moved far, uh, but when you take a look at um, where the chips, uh, the chip producers are going, there's still a lot of growth in our opinion. So again, it'll be interest- interesting to see what happens after market. But again, if you know where they go and where a few other of these tech companies goes, is where the S and P 500 will go tomorrow. So so keep that in mind. And uh, again, you want to be very stock specific in this environment uh, and just make sure you stay well diversified and uh, also just as a quick reminder uh because many people forget the deadline for rsp season uh, it is next thursday february the 29th so don't forget that if you haven't contacted uh, your financial advisor yet
0: okay good advice i keep hearing about this nvidia company like it, it seems to really be kind of the talk of the town these days doesn't it
1: well, it, it is. I mean, um, Wall Street analysts are expecting them to report revenue of uh, over $20 billion, and that's up nearly 240% year over year. Um, they've taken over some of those large companies as um, um, one of the largest out there. And I think it's the fourth, the largest company now in, uh, in the world. So there's a lot going on there and for other uh, chip makers as well around the world. And so I think it's important to, you know, stay focused. You know, again, this is a company we own a small percentage of. But um, again, going forward, you just want to make sure that you are staying uh, somewhat diversified. But when you look at the S&P 500, as I was saying, NVIDIA, Amazon, Meta, so Facebook, Microsoft, uh, collectively are driving almost 60% of the S&Ps rally year to date. So again, if you don't have any exposure to those four, you may be feeling that you're, you're not moving forward as much. But again, I think there's a lot of upside for some of those other sectors as well this year.
0: Okay, now given that uh, you know things are sound a little bit up and down out there, what are some of the common kind of investment mistakes that you're seeing?
1: Yeah, and and I would say, Simi, they're they're more up than down. That's for sure. The market rally since uh, November has been extremely strong, and um, and I you know I see a lot of common mistakes when. Uh, we're having people, you know, call in and, and ask us what they should be doing in terms of, you know, people listening to our show and so on. And what I've seen um, is there's been consistency in some people that could have panic sold back in that last correction. And they haven't gotten back into the market and they kind of don't know what to do. And the problem with panic selling is those market timing challenges, right? So you feel good, you sold, you raised your cash when, um, and you sold those say your whole portfolio in September, October, thinking the world was coming to an end uh, for it only to be kind of a two month correction. And then the markets have uh, extended a huge rally since then. So again, you know, we're just seeing markets get back to where they were uh, as well uh, from uh, 2022. So I think it's important uh, to understand that if we're entering a new bull market as this recovery gets stronger, Um, you haven't missed out. And, And also whenever you're investing, it doesn't mean it has to be all or none, right? It doesn't mean that you have to invest your entire portfolio in markets. You can have sort of a combination of of, you know, GICs, bonds and stocks and and tiptoe back in. But again, um, when you're panic selling or you worry too much about the next shoe to drop and you have a gut feeling, uh, a lot of the time you may be wrong. And so, again, that's why you want to rely on professionals uh, to make those decisions for you, because, again, we were buying at the end of October, not selling. And so, again, portfolios could be up, you know, 10 to 20 percent since that period, where, again, if you went into GICs thinking a 5 percent GIC is a BN, end all, uh, you may be up you know, one and a half, two percent in that same period. And again, remember, in a non-registered account, that's fully taxable. So, so again, as an investor, it's important to not look in the rearview mirror at what has happened in markets. It's important to look forward at what what is happening. And and for sure, there could be another issue at some point. Rates may not go down as soon as we think. Whatever the case may be, um, you know. And again, that's why your you know financial team needs to be on top of it, or you do if you're trading your own account. But again, I get worried about those people who move to cash and stay in cash for the foreseeable future and completely miss the boat on this market.
0: That's why they should call you, Lori. That
1: is why they should be calling us. <laughs> we are definitely on top of this stuff. because, You know, you and I are talking on a weekly basis, but my team, my analysts, I mean, we're looking at this daily and, you know, every morning I'm getting an email of, of all the economic data that's come out, all the earnings, all the companies that we own. Uh, you just want to make sure that uh, your people are on top of it and you yourself are, um, you know, having your portfolio
0: managed properly
1: during this environment.
0: Well, thanks so much for your time today. Thanks
1: so much, Simi. Have a great day.
0: You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team at 604-695-LORI or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.